Shalom to all. Today's stuff is Kalam Daf Ayin Vav, and we're starting about the seventh line with a quote from the Mishnah, In Matayim Ben Goyim El Otsar Mepishtim, and in the Vilnius Sursadav, it's near the beginning of Mem Amad Aleph, and today's Daf is sponsored Lilu Nishmas, Mars Meriam Saru Basar Biakov Maisha, Her Nishama Shada Havan Aliyah. And the Mishnah told us that the only clothing that could become Tame with Nagayim, meaning if there's Saras on it, it will be Tame, is Semer Pishtim, wool and linen. And how do we know this? The Gemara says, because the Pasuk tells us, Bebeget Semer, I Bebeget Pishtim, if Saras is found on a wool or linen garment. Now, Yachal, you might think, you Matan Ben Svun Ben Shein Svun, that this beggar will be Tame with Nagayim, whether it's dyed or not dyed, meaning whether or not it has a color. Tamalayim, that's why the Pasuk says, Bebeget Semer, I Bebeget Pishtim. And what do we learn from here? Ma Pishtim Kibriyasa, just like Pishtim linen is like the way it's created, namely the dye or color does not hold onto linen very well. And usually a linen garment is just in its natural color. So too, the only wool type of garment that could become Tame with Saras is if it's in its natural color and it has not been dyed. I might think from here that then I'm going to exclude from here something which was dyed or colored by a person, but not if something was dyed or colored by Hashem. Meaning if the wool is naturally a dark color, like for example, if the wool came from a black sheep, then it will become Tommy with Nagayim. Tommy that's why the Pasuk says, This is yet another Pasuk, and what do we learn from here? Just like linen naturally is white, so too the only wool that can become Tommy with Nagayim is something which is white and not a different color wool, even though it's natural. Now the Gemara tells us, We learned two Klalim in our Mishnah, and they're not compared to each other. Tanin, we learned in Kalayim that there's no Isra of Kalayim of Shatness except with a garment made out of wool and linen, and that's Bain Svu and Bain Levanin, whether it's dyed or if it's white. And Tanin, we also learned that in Matam Benagayim, the only types of clothing they become Tommy with Nagayim is Elatzemur Pishtim, that's only wool and linen, Ubavad Levanin, but that's only if it's white. And these are two separate Dinim. Now, Rabbi Yenabutsraya Ba Kumi Rabmana, Rabbi Yenabutsraya asked in front of Rabmana, Tamanat Amar, over there you say, meaning in regards to Shatness, you say Bain Svu and Bain Levanim, that the Isra of Shatness is whether it's colored or if it's white. But over here, in regards to Nagayim, you say, it has to be white. Why is there a difference between the two of them? So Amr he answered, it's different, because the Pasuk repeats itself in regards to Tsaras, it says it twice, and we learn from here, just like Pishton, linen is naturally white, sold to the only type of Tsemer that's going to become time with Nagayim, is naturally white Tsemer and not any other type, and we don't have this repetition by Kalayim, by Shatness, so that's why the Dinam of Shatness and Tsaras are different. The Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah, we had said, that the only types of clothing that the Kahanim wear in the base of Mikdash are wool and linen. Now, where do we know this from? So, Rabzeir, Rabzeir tells us, the Pasuk says, that a Kahan wears a tunic of Bad. What does that tell us? Bad Bad means something that grows individually, and linen grows individually, because linen comes from the flax plant, and flax grows in individual strands. So, it must be that we're talking about linen clothing. But wool also grows Yechidi. Each strand of wool grows from a different hair follicle on the sheep. So, we answer, it's explained clearly in Navi. The Pasuk tells us, And they shall not wear wool when they go to serve in the inner chatzar, inside, which is referring to the Kayin Gadol serving the Kaddish Kadashim. The Pasuk tells us clearly he's not allowed to wear wool. What do we learn from here? Outside the Kaddish Kadashim, the proper girsa is, they are supposed to wear wool, so we see the Kayhanim wear wool and linen. So we continue, How do we know that Kayhanim are actually allowed to wear Kalayim? They're allowed to wear a garment made out of wool and linen together. The answer is, because the Pasuk says, the Mitznefes, which is the hat worn by the Kayin Gadol, that's made out of Sheish, which we're going to learn is linen, the Mikbas, which is the hat worn by the Kayin Hedyet, that's also made out of 
sheish. That's mechasei abad sheish moshzar, and the pants of kehanim are made out of sheish moshzar, twisted linen. That's how avnate, and the belt that's made out of four different things: sheish moshzar, tchelas, argaman, and telas shani. Now, ksev another pasuk tells us: parei pishtim you al reisham. The linen parim linen hats are worn on their heads. Mechasei pishtim you al masnehem, and linen pants are worn on their loins. Lo yachru biyaza. They shouldn't tie them in a place that gets sweaty. Now, what do we learn from here? Adara sheish mi sheish, sheish mi parei, parei mi parei. We learn sheish from sheish. The first pasuk tells us migbay is sheish and avnate sheish, and we also learn sheish from pare because the pasuk tells us pare hamigba is sheish, and we learn pare from pare because the second pasuk that we quoted said pare pishtim. So we see that when the first pasuk tells us pare hamigba is sheish, that pare is referring to linen. So we see that the sheish being referred to is talking about linen, as we had said, sheish is linen. Now how do we know that they also have wool in their garment? Because at the end of the first pasuk we mentioned that the avnate is made out of sheish mashzar, which now we know that means twisted linen, and it's also made out of tchilas vargamen and tchilas shani. Now what do we learn from here? Just like the Shni Toilas, which according to a lot of Shitas is something dyed with a worm. That's what the word Toilas means. And this is dyed red because of a worm. And that's something that has Ruachaim in it. So to the other things mentioned in the Pasuk, namely Tchilas and Argamon, they also come from something which has Ruachaim, namely Tchilas is wool dyed blue. And wool is something that comes from a Dover Shiesh by Ruachaim. And therefore we learn that the Avnate, the belt of the Kaihanim, had both linen and wool. Sheish Mashtar is twisted linen, and Tchilas and Argamon is wool. On top, we conclude, just like the wool they're referring to doesn't have an accompanying name, it's just plain wool, which means sheep's wool, as we explained yesterday, of Pishtim, Shein Lashem Levi. Also, the linen that we're talking about is something that doesn't have an accompanying name, it's plain linen, not linen that comes from the sea, or hemp linen, or any other type of linen. How we continue, the Gemara says, Rabyaina and Ula Barishmal say Bishem Rablazar, Semra Pishtim Shatarfan, Asr. Wool linen that were blended together, they were woven together, that's Asr, and there's no Bittal Baraiv. If we have more Semra than Pishtim, or more Pishtim than Semra, we don't say that there's Bittal. This is the classic Esser of Shatnas, Semer and Pishtim together. Now, Ketzidu Isa, so what can he do in order to be Mavatalit? Maybe Litra Vaid Semer Gamalim, Mavatalon, he could bring a Litra and a little bit more of camel wool, and that could be Mavatalit. Which means if he has some threads or a small cloth that has wool and linen together, he could bring camel hair and make that the majority, and then the wool and linen is going to be Mavatal in the camel hair. Now, Arbar Chonis says, Bishim Rabbi Yermia, Semer Pishtim Shatarfan, Batalon. If there's Semer Pishtim woven together, then there's actually Betel over there. However, Rav Amarav says, Asr Vasan, it's Asr in this mixture. Ask the Gemara, Ma Polig, is Rav Yimri really arguing on Rav? How is it possible that Rav Yimri holds that there's Bittol by Tzemer and Pishtim together? The answer is they're really talking about two different things and they're not arguing. Ma Dama Rav, what Rav was talking about is Bishasai Beged Bifne Atzmai, when we're talking about him making it a Beged on its own. If we have a garment that has wool and linen together, even if there's more wool than linen or vice versa, there's no Bittol over there. And Rav Yimri agrees to that. Ma Dama Rav Yimri, what Rav Yimri was talking about, Bahudabai Ma Rav Tem Chayron, that's when he wants to mix it with other things, like we were just talking about previously, if he wants to add camel hair to it, he could do so, and that will be mavatalit. But not that if we have more wool than linen in a mixture, then there's bittal like that. Now a few stories about how careful one should be with shotness. Rav Helben Ravalas Hayuloi Beged B'Shloishim Ribai Dinner. Rav Helben Ravalas had a Beged that was worth 300,000 dinarim. V'yavele Rebbe, and he gave it to Rebbe, Umatzabai Kalayim, and he found that there was shotness in it. Pesarfai, and he burnt it. And Rav Mana Hayuloi Beged B'Shloishim Ribai Dinner. Rav Mana had a Beged that was 300,000 dinarim. V'yavele Rechibar Adah, and he gave it to Rechibar Adah, and it turned out that there was shotness in it. Amrlehi told him, Zavnis Lemes, you could sell it for a dead person, which means you could sell it for tachrichin, for burial shrouds, and there's no issa for a person to be wrapped in tachrichin of shatnis once they die, so at least you can make some money that way. However, he warned him, and this is the proper yersa, but kayim aloi, you should stand
and by the person who buys it from you, Aduhu, the proper girsa is, Michrach, until he wraps the mace in it, because since this is such an expensive baggage and it's very chashuv, the fellow who buys it from you might end up using it for himself and not using it as tachrichin. Therefore, you have to stand by him to make sure that he actually uses it as tachrichin. And Abraham Chagar Chagai tells us, Bar Yitzchak, Manu when he would get his clothing back from the launderer, he would have 10 tailors sit there and analyze the garment to make sure that no shotness fell into his garment. And Abraham Chagar Chagai also tells us, Rishmol Bar Yitzchak, have a mifkad goy Yitzchak would instruct the people of his house, Deloy Mukma Nevel de Amar, Mikmi Nevel de Kiton, not to place a spool of wool threads next to a spool of linen threads, begin Pifa, because they might get intertwined with each other. And continue to quote the Mishnah we had said, Hashirayan Vakalach Vachulu, that these different types of silk, even though Midaraisa, there's no issue of shotness, there's a problem of Myris Ayin. So first, explain what these are. Hashirayan Metaxa, Shirayan, which is often translated as silk, is Metaxa, which some translate as silk. Vakalach, what's that? Agvin Kesari. Arashim Magamlil, he tells us, Chizarta Akomif Shayam, I went to all the seafarers, people that go on sea journeys, Varmer, they told me that Kalcha Shmai is called Kalcha. Now, as we had said, the Mishnah told us, I will assume that Myris Ayin, there's an Isra of using them because of Myris Ayin, because it looks like wool. Now, Rav Amarav tells us, Kalshu Asr B'nei Myris Ayin, anything which is Asr because of Myris Ayin, Afil B'chadri Chadarim Asr, it's Asr even in a room which is inside another room. In other words, if something's Asr because of Myris Ayin, it's not only Asr because other people might see you and it's going to look like you're doing something wrong. Even if other people are not going to see you and you're inside a room which is in another room with 16 different locks, it's still Asr to do this thing. Now, we're going to stop here, but pick up tomorrow with asking a number of questions on Rav for now. Everyone should have a wonderful day.